What's the nature of your emergency? Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. We were just talking about how tired and sore we are this morning, <laughs> but it's a good day to be up in the studio recording, so I thank you for sharing your time with me today. I'm glad to be here. My stomach just growled, and it's still growling. <laughs> Definitely need to drink a protein shake. We'll go downstairs after this and grab some. You're probably hungry, too. I am. <laughs> I think we exerted way too many calories yesterday, and now yeah. we're making up for it. But um, in today's episode, I thought we could talk about making your fairy tales come true by answering one simple question. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. In the book, The Compound Effect, Darren Hardy shares some incredible value, and I'll drop it in the link below. I definitely encourage you to check out the book in its entirety. But he asks one question, and it's one question that made me pause. Not only pause, I had to write it down. I had to answer it for myself. I had to sit and really ruminate on my own thoughts and answering this question for myself. And I think that it's an incredibly powerful one for us to have in our toolbox, moving ourselves forward, because it can actually help to propel ourselves in moving forward. And the question is, is your life today what you hoped that it would be five years ago? Wow, right? Like some sometimes... In reading that question over, I feel this like gut-wrenching feeling. Sometimes it makes me feel super excited. There are a lot of different components and moving pieces to that that we can think about. And if we stop and we picture today and we picture ourselves five years from now, it's very easy for us to have this fairy tale idea of all of the things that we want to have happen within the next five years. And if we reverse that and we go back the other way, it's a little bit more difficult to reflect on that and to get truthful with ourselves on the things that we might have wished would have happened within the last five years. And also there are things that, you know, this is life that are unexpected that take place over time that I can think of within the last five years. And there are also incredible feats and things that I know for myself I've overcome in the last five years. And Um, Not only that, there are many times that I have had to recalibrate either by choice or by the diversions that life creates for us. And I think that that is such a powerful question to be able to ask ourselves. And the main reason for that is because if there are things that are missing from our lives or if we realize that what we might have thought about ourselves and our life five years ago is not the same as it is today, and most certainly not the same as what we would hope would exist five years from now, it allows us to put some truth into perspective within our own lives. It's really interesting to think about because I started thinking about myself and in, in the last five years, what I've what have I achieved? What have we achieved? What have I not achieved or what haven't we achieved? And and really what it comes down to is the things that we've achieved or I've achieved has been something that I've actually took a, taken steps to achieve those where if there's something else where I didn't take any step to achieve that goal or that outcome that I've been expecting or just I just got lazy on it. And, and I know that's a common a common statement for a lot of people. It's 
this didn't happen immediately going into the compound effect of do you want that $3 million now or if you, if I give you a penny and then doubling it like we talked about in a previous episode, we are in a mentality of we want things now and we don't like working for them. And, and I think that's something societal that we've pushed ourselves to believing if I don't get it now or if it's too hard to accomplish, I'm just going to give up on it and then forget about it. So it's not something that is dwelling on me. I didn't fail at it. I had a client that I had taken through a future self exercise. And this is one that I took her deep into this meditative state before we began this. That doesn't work for everybody, but She's certainly one that's cued in with herself on that level. And I remember in that conversation, the incredible vivid detail that she expressed to me when it came to her future self, right down to the suit that she was wearing, right down to the the way that the girl looked that she was interacting with in that moment, right? These are just thoughts and feelings and things that came up for her. And I'm reflecting back, it hasn't quite been five years, I want to say it's probably been three years since that conversation. And I'm thinking about how dramatically different her life is from that moment of just sad vulnerability in the place that she was in versus now the successful person that she's become in building her own house, owning her own house, being super young and one of the youngest people that I know who owns their own house and worked hard for it. And I think that it's also important for us to make sure that we're giving credit where credit's due to ourselves on the things that we have accomplished. And to understand that in this game of life, I never believe that we're losing at something. Even if you're in the the midst of the most intense competition that's presented across the globe, I think that even if we don't place or we don't win necessarily, we're either winning or we're learning. I don't think that we're ever winning or losing. I think that there are always things in our life that that we can take and use as fuel moving forward. I absolutely agree with that. Like it's it's you're a hundred percent right. It's not a winning or losing thing because people can always win if you take those steps to progress yourself to that state of winning. If you see what you learn from your mistakes, you learn from your previous instance where you didn't come in first place, what do you need to do better to reach that goal? I was talking with somebody yesterday and I've been supporting him for the past several weeks because he's going through a really fucked up situation in a relationship and it's finally come to an end, I think. And he said to me, Ashley, why does this always keep happening to me? And I'm reflecting back on the relationships that I've had in the past. And I shared with him that it's because you're not done learning yet. Every relationship that we have, every intimate relationship or friendship, whether it's with a colleague or um, whether they're close or not so close, we're always learning something. And we have seasons of relationships. And I think that we continue to learn in an intimate relationship with the hopes that that relationship will continue forward and allow us to continue to learn within it. And sometimes it doesn't. 
And that doesn't mean that you're defeated. That doesn't mean that you've lost. In my opinion, that means that you're continuing to learn in that relationship. And that's what I shared with him. And, and I hope that that inspired him in understanding that no matter how defeated it might feel to be in particular situations, especially when our emotions and our feelings are involved, like in an intimate relationship, we're always learning through them. And when we put that perspective onto ourselves and we allow that to become this selfish nature, then it makes getting through those hard times a little bit easier, I think. Yeah, I absolutely agree. It's that old saying is you have to kittle, kiss a lot of toads to find your <laughs> Or prince. kittle them. Kittle them. <laughs> <laughs> and, and you're just learning as time goes along. You're learning what works for you, what doesn't work for you, and finding that balance of not only your happiness, but that other person's happiness as well. And it's not necessarily something that we did wrong, and it, it could be. And if that's the case, then we need to confront that for ourselves. But I think a lot of the times we learn about the variance of what should exist in a relationship and what shouldn't exist in a relationship. I, I absolutely agree. I think it's something that over years of experience, you, you learn what you like, what you don't like. Can you change? What will what will change in you as that relationship progresses? Some of it's good, some of it's bad, and, and you can't always project everything that's going to happen in your life, but you can strive to learn from that and to move forward from it. And in addition to that, what are the things that are non-negotiable that just aren't going to change? What are the set in stones showing up as I am? This is this is me that is authentic to you. And I think that when we're able to vocalize that, not only is that important, but when we are able to understand what that means for ourselves and what those attributes are, it allows us to avoid some of those tangled situations in the future, whether it's in an intimate relationship or in a friendship. So I think that's super powerful. I hope that you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.